Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Um, a well-known Limerick businessman, Stephen Kyo, he's been appointed as president of Shannon Chamber. And Stephen is the managing partner of Sellers LLP, which is based in Glentworth Street here in Limerick City. And he succeeds as president of the chamber, um, Mary Considine, who, of course, um, heads up the Shannon Group. And uh, we've had Mary on the show in the past. And uh, Stephen is on the line right now. Good morning to you, Stephen. Good morning, Joe, and thank you for the invitation to uh, to come on the radio. You are very welcome. Congratulations. I just have to ask, obviously you're based uh, in Glenport Street in Limerick, and we have Limerick Chamber, we also have Shannon Chamber, they have a close relationship, but why Shannon Chamber for you? Well, um, but the first thing I want to say, Joe, is, is I was just thinking to myself, the last time I was on your radio show was about four or five years ago, and uh, I had to, to shine my shoes and, and put on my suit and uh, and my tie and go down to to, the, to 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 your offices. And now I find myself um, on the radio from home, and I never would have thought it. So there you go, how times have changed. Mm. Um, but in terms of, of of Shannon Joe, my my involvement with with Sellers um, LLP, uh, you know that that particular law firm. It was the first firm to open up in Shannon, believe it or not. Um, so there's a, a great connection with the firm and the businesses in Shannon. So when I moved back um, to the region back in 2009, having spent uh, many years in Dublin, um, there was a, a connection already there. And, and, I, and I suppose I became involved in the Chamber of Commerce not long after that. And really, you know, I mean, listen, Shannon is... Is, 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 you know, everyone has a connection with Shannon in this region, you know, whether it's people working in the airport, whether it's just for travel um, or whatever. But Shannon is, you know, it's pivotal as far as I'm concerned to everything that operates. And, and really, you know, you mentioned Limerick Chamber. There's a huge, you know, there's a great connection between, between Shannon and Limerick and, 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 you know, a lot of everyone working together. I mean, one thing we've seen hugely during this, this crisis is, is the coming together of, of different groups. I mean, the collaboration. I mean, Joe, there's, 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 there's been achievements in the last few months with the various institutions and organisations working together that no one ever would have thought could have happened in such a tight time frame, or indeed at all. But you know. St- Stephen, what a time, though, to be taking over the presidency of a business body like Shannon Chamber. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And I mean, I'm delighted. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm following in, in the footsteps of Mary Considine, as you mentioned, and and that's wonderful because the, the chamber is in such a good position. But uh, you know, when I when I agreed to take it on, of course, I I didn't, no one did, and I certainly didn't realise the, the consequences, the course of, of COVID nineteen. But you know, Joe, it's a hugely challenging time, but it's a hugely challenging time for for everybody. You know, there's there's there's, there's nobody who 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 hasn't been impacted really by this. And you know, what we're seeing with, with our members is. You know, we're looking at it in two ways. I mean, the reaction that people had initially and then, of course, the next phase. And I mean, I think it's really important to say that like, the effort people have gone to and, and, and how they've worked so well to come through this initially has been fantastic. I mean, any of the businesses who have been able to implement working from home have done, you know, have done really, really well. You know, businesses have been able to cut their costs quickly and businesses that have been able to implement social distancing, they've done really, really well. The ones that, of course, that can open, and, of course, lots of them can't, and that's a huge problem. But, you know, that, together with the the, 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 uh, the government support, and I think it's really important to say that those supports have been super for, for, for everybody. And I think, you know, you're not going to find anyone criticising them. They've been really, really good. The unfortunate reality is, and I mentioned about the next phase, is planning ahead. You know, those 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 um, those those supports from the government, 
you know, they're not they're not sustainable for for everybody for infinitely as we all know. So now they need to be tailored to the towards the, the, the people that need them most, and we need to look at how are all the businesses going to come back. And, uh, and try and support them as best we can. And I will say we're chatting to uh, Stephen Kyo, who is Managing Partner of Sellers LLP based in Limerick City, uh, but uh, he has taken up a role as President of Shannon Chamber. I was looking both from the show's point of view uh, and also just even from our own um, premises here at uh, the protocols that were announced on Saturday for return to work, the health and safety uh, measures that will have to be taken. I mean, they are enormous, aren't they, for every single business of any sort in the country. Absolutely, absolutely. And there was lots of commentary about it over the weekend. And I know one example of a large company in, in Dublin who have 2,500 employees reckoned that at best they could get a third of those employees into the building if they were trying to, if they were going to comply with the measures, which, of course, they will um, fully. So it's, it's a huge challenge to try and do it. But, I mean, Joe, there is great determination with people. And, and people are, you know, you know, with working from home and, and a blend of both, you know, people, you know, they can achieve this. So, you know, and I have to remember business owners are entrepreneurs. So there's a, there's a great fight in people to say, you know what, we can make this work and we're going to have to make this work and we're just going to have to try and, and, and approach it in a, in a different way. Um, you know, nobody underestimates the, the challenge here, but, you know, people have to take it on. And, and I think that the, the one thing we have certainly seen with our members is, the, is that the educating that's going on, whether it's through, you know, collaboration from one another or whether it's, it's just, you know, direct online training where people are, are now doing things with technology that they, they never thought they would have done before. And that's hugely beneficial. What would you say to a listener, Stephen, who you know, hasn't been able to come into their office um, for various reasons or you know, if it's a retailer that's been closed, about how different their world is going to be as we see this phased return to work? I think, Joe, I think what, what I'd say to people is to, to ask the questions. Number one, ask the questions that, that, they're, that they are concerned about, right? Because what we are seeing is huge amount of people, um, you know, have, have, have very basic concerns and basic worries and things that they might be a little bit embarrassed to nearly ask. But they need, number one, ask the questions, whether it's to, you know, to the Chamber of Commerce, obviously, or whether it's to their own accountant or, or, or financial advisor or banks, whether it's ask the questions of the things that they're most worried about in terms of coming back, whether it's those financial supports or whatever they need. I think that's the first thing. And after, after that, they, they just simply have to look at all the different ways they can operate their business. You know, I mean, in retail, it's going to be hugely challenging. I know, you know, you know. Yesterday, I happened to see one of the one of the large retailers that was open and the queue outside. I mean, you know, people do open. Is there going to be queues? It's going to be very, very difficult. But I think what they have to do is is make a list of everything that that they see and every element that's going to be impacted, and then look at that. And on the opposite side of the page on that list is how am I going to react to it? And then if if if, if they can't get the answer, as I said, ask those questions. You know, people are really... Are. Because, I mean, the government have obviously said that if you can work from home, you should continue to work from home. And it seems to be a long-term request. And on top of that, as you quite rightly point out, most businesses will not be able to bring back their normal staff complement to work in their offices or retail units or wherever. Anyway. Absolutely. But that, 
that doesn't necessarily have to be a negative. You know, I mean, one thing um, I, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've been singing for the rooftops for many years since when I moved from Dublin down to this region, my wife and, and kids, and we've set up our life here, is that, that the opportunities in, in this region are fantastic in terms of the quality of life. So to be able to, to work in an environment where you can work from home, um, you know, more, is, 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 is really a super. I mean, what we do need is need to make sure that, that, that the broadband is there. You know, I mean, one of the concerns we have with this kind of the second phase as we all come out of, back into work and, and how we work is that we want to make sure that the government don't, I suppose, pull the plug on the various investments and in infrastructure that they've agreed to do, whether it's the national planning framework or, or broadband or whatever. We need all of those. But, I mean, just, just to paint a picture for you, Joe, with people working from home and, I mean, if we look at, you know, having Shannon Airport on our doorstep, and obviously Shannon Airport's, of course, going through through a challenge at the moment, like all airports. But I mean, it, it's it's quite conceivable that you could have somebody living in a place like La Hinch, working a couple of days a week, and then flying from Shannon to Frankfurt or wherever, where the head office of a major company is, and being able to do a very senior role, and that to be absolutely normal. So there's a huge opportunity in this region. Um, for that, you know, so I think it's something that we have to remember. I know that we're, we're going through transition now, and that's very hard, and people are trying to come to terms with it. Yeah. But but it is but going Stephen, to be. The- you make a great point there, as president of Shannon Chamber. The future of air travel. I mean, what's that? I mean, I, I think Willie Walsh uh, of IAG and British Airways and all of that said last week. I just can't see how we can fly with social distancing. Absolutely. I mean, Joe, it is. It is. So severe. I mean, there's no point in in, in in addressing it in any other way. And the situation in Shannon, of course, is, is very, very severe. But, you know, uh, air travel will have to come back. You know, businesses will have to come back. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I understand the figure at the moment is 55% of aircraft are currently grounded in the whole world. I mean, this is just, this is off the scale. So, but, but it will have to start coming back. You know, it will have to start coming back. But when the quarantine confusion, you know, um, the British government are saying we will have a quarantine for flights coming into the UK, except from the Republic mm-hmm. of Ireland. Our authorities are indicating this morning, well, that's fine, but we won't be able to reciprocate. If you come in here from, let's say, London, you are going to have to quarantine for 14 days. It's massively confusing. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, that is, that is you know, one thing is for certain, Joe, that anybody at the moment who can predict, who's looking for advice in a business and how they're going to operate and what it's going to be like in December, what it's going to be like in January... You know, they, they, they just can't. Nobody can because the confusion is is enormous. And I think anybody who was who was watching what was being said yesterday in the UK would take some comfort in terms of, you know, at least that the, the clarity we do have at the moment. We do have our roadmap, and businesses Compared do know. To Boris, you mean? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, we may not be able to stick to it so here. So it wasn't just me who didn't know what he was saying <laughs> by the end of it. Well, I thought so. I think I think you know that the, the wording, the language has been has been um, has been has shifted from stay at home to you know just kind of you know more softer language. But it's it's you know the reality is people do have to still stay at home, and I think that's that's the key message I, I'm certainly taking from it, and our businesses and our members and Shannon are taking from it is if you can work from home and if you can stay at home, you should stay at home. And, 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 you know, and that is our government's message for sure. Okay, Stephen Kyo, listen, thank you so much for talking to us. We look forward to chatting to you again. He's managing partner of Sellers LP, which is based in Glenport Street here in Limerick, but he uh, is um, the new president of Shannon Chamber. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.